वॉइस रेडियो और रेडियो रूमचंद सुन रहे हैं आपका शब्द का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ियों में बाद दोपहर के दो कप के बज के अब से लेके तीन बजे तक आपका हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गप शप रखा है वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नजर में खटकेंगी खटकेंगे और दिल में समाएंगे और जब को लेकर हम हाजिर है ये बताते हुए की आज हमारे साथ a few steps you would be yes. drenched drenched completely, completely drenched yeah holy macro we having said that uh, we are in november now yes aaj pehli november ki tarikh hai that's correct so, happy november to you november month <laughs> oh november month so i, I want to talk about a lot of things so let me get my my head together so we will talk about um diabetes month bhi hai ye yes that's correct i want to talk about flu Yes. I want to talk about your store. All the right. New one. Okay. okay. So um let's start with the uh, flu. All right. So we are uh, deep into the flu season, are we? Absolutely, and I think we should be very prepared this year, Sushma ji, because as you know, COVID is still happening. <laughs> flu okay. flu we have, you know what? You can't use an excuse to say I wasn't protected against flu. Mm. We know what the right ways are to mm-hmm. get protected against the flu one includes taking the vaccine mm-hmm. and we know that those vaccines there is no debate they are extremely safe so flu vaccines flu vaccines right, right? they're true and tried right like w- people i know understand that mm-hmm. they have concerns sometimes with the you know the other vaccine the covid vaccine right but let's keep it separate right flu is true and tried and i think that this year because we still have covid in the background right there is a huge risk that there's going to be large amount of respiratory illnesses and you know what sushma ji our hospitalizations actually went up you know the number of deaths reported went up by 12 last week wow we don't hear about it no. doesn't mean not every, anything is gone right those mind you were covid related deaths yes. but you know what sushma ji i wouldn't want someone to end up with covid on mm. top of getting influenza then your chances of making it when you've hit by 2 is worse okay so let's talk about the age group i know we've talked a lot about flu yes um so who all is susceptible to flu and who should be taking it okay so initially you know flu shots historically they were meant for people that are immunocompromised healthcare workers people that are over the age of 65 but in the last 2 years the government has opened up free vaccines mm-hmm. for any eligible person so everyone in bc 6 months and older can get a free flu vaccine really yeah it either comes as a shot in your arm right. or there's a spray available for people that have needle phobias okay it's called flu mist okay so the the flu this every year there is a different flu so from you know australia we found out that this time the flu is a little more aggressive very aggressive so how how aggressive is it so they had a huge spike in australia mm. and based on the spike and they showed the diagram um the australian government implemented mandatory flu shots 
Wow. And you can see on the graph the steep decline as people got their flu shots. Flu shots, okay. So it's, it's, it's totally, this is a theory that's been tried. We know it works. Mm-hmm. And it's a shot in the arm. And I know people are going to ask, can we get the flu and the COVID vaccine at the same time? Yeah, that's another question because there's a lot of confusion for the COVID one. So I think do what you feel is right is my answer. From, right. For instance, I'll use my husband as an example. Uh-huh. He went and he felt like he could make a choice about the flu mm. dose right away, but he needed to wait. And he also didn't want too many side effects. Like mm. he wanted to be able to distinguish. Right. So I leave it to personal choice. The reason okay. they recommend you can get both at the same time, mm. it's hard to get people out. And when they're out, they might as well get both their vaccines done. Is there any downside to that? You may get a higher sort of side effect profile, right? Like your sore arms may be worse, for instance. And it cannot be given in the same spot. So usually it would be given in either the other arm. It can potentially be in the same arm, but in a different spot. So if you take both (laughs) flu and the other shot, you are shocked. Yes. Well, I guess, you know, this is how it is. For some people, they take a flu shot, nothing happens to them. That's right. So those people can choose, you know, how they want to do it. But for others who get a reaction with everything, they can space it out. I leave that option entirely up to them. You're right that some people think, might as well take both the shots. Exactly. I'm going to be laid, you know, uh, I'll have to stay at home. I can stay at home once. Yes. For both the shots. But having said that, it's quite a difficult choice for people to make. The two, uh, Moderna and Pfizer, that is available for COVID uh, or the variants, is it covering both of them? No, that's the thing. So that's a choice that people will have to talk to their pharmacist or talk to their doctor and understand the differences. The Moderna's vaccine, the booster, Spikevax, has actually... um, got a little bit of a higher dose okay okay it works against the original omicron okay and ba4 right pfizer's vaccine works against the ba4 and a ba5 variant oh so it depends what's circulating and i think that's a choice it's almost like you take a gamble Mm. (laughs) shall i protect myself against ba5 or shall i do the other one where i protect myself against the original if it starts to recirculate. So what is currently um, going around? Currently, there's a new variant. Um, oh. It's termed BKK. It's a variant that is actually spreading quite fast. It, it evades vaccine immunity. Really? Yes. So is it as detrimental as the original uh, COVID? Hard to say. It's still early stages, mm. but that is why we want to make sure people are vaccinated with their flu because I think as we progress into the winter months, which mm. we have seen, we've started, Yes, we're going to see as people go indoors, mm. we're going to start to see more of these uh, cases, both of COVID as well as flu. Now, you know, um, with COVID, everybody started using masks. Yes. That is, I guess... Something that we'll have to continue using. Absolutely. I don't know. I was watching the news actually yesterday. And Ontario is considering bringing back mask mandate in uh, transit and in those large areas of congregation. Personally, I think it's not a bad idea. You know, we've come through. We've come out. We're still not out yet of the tunnel. 
Right. So if we can just make sure that doesn't get out of hand, that we right. go into any type of shutdown or anything, that would be horrible. Yes. I think if we protect ourselves by wearing masks, we'll not only uh, stop the spread of um, COVID, we're going to help stop the spread of the flu. Remember, flu was almost zero for the yes. two years yes. that we did not, we all wore masks. That's right. There was no flu. Yes. So... <laughs> and that's why people are so complacent, Sushmaji. That's right. So we'll have to be a little more, we'll have to make sure that we're not that complacent, really. No, we cannot be. Yeah. Because really the only reason our cases went down is because we were protecting. We were protecting ourselves yeah. and others. Mm-hmm. And when, when you go out to any uh, hospital, I mean, I recently went to Research Hospital, the minute you walk in, you have to wear a mask, right? Yes. And in all hospitals, in all medical, you know, offices, etc., they provide you with masks. So nobody can say that we masks, you have to. Yes, they have to. They don't have a choice. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that we took it off for transit. But if you go on a handy dart, you have to wear a mask. So because they're seniors, right? So... It's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> so handy dart people have to wear a mask. I know. <laughs> but the transit doesn't have to, like TransLink. But I guess, you know, the many older people don't go to, you know, Different places. <laughs> I know. But it's just, I don't know. I think we need to relook at some of these things. The high yeah. risk stuff. Okay. I am no Bonnie Henry. And yeah. <laughs> she, she's done wonderful for our communities. Yes. But I think that we really need to make personal choices as well, that okay. masks would be safer for us. You know, in Afriza also parties, you know, we had a lot of parties, like Diwali parties and all those parties that people were attending. You know, I was cringing and I was thinking, should I be going, should I not be going, but I wasn't going. So uh, Christmas parties are going to be even bigger. New yes. Year's parties are going to be even bigger. And next year, I think... The Vasaki Parade will take place. Yes. So what are your thoughts on all that? Well, I think that the gatherings, we still have to make sure that we are in a safe environment. And if people are doing Christmas parties, they have to be. I mean, if as a business, honestly, I have a hard time because I get all my staff together into one room from all the stores. And one person has COVID and it goes to the others. Mm. Then mm-hmm. I will not have a crew to even open the pharmacy. That's so true. I think there are lots of things that people need to consider. Right. We all want to do these gatherings. I do. I know I want to treat my staff to a Christmas party, right? right. Yes. Absolutely. But, yes. you know, I, there has to be other ways I can do something for wow. them. Okay. I want to also talk about, um, you know, diabetes. This is November is Diabetes Month. That's You're correct. Yes. We want to talk about that. And I am in love with your store. <laughs> We had such a good time. We had a fabulous time. So I want to talk about that. Is the competition still going on for the big TV? Yes, it is. Oh, the competition is still going on. But we and your staff cannot participate in it. No, no. And and I really, we congratulate all the winners. Um, <laughs> that was pretty amazing of all, you know. Yeah, it was lovely. It was yeah. fantastic. Okay, let's take a short break and come back and talk about diabetes. Spice Radio or Radio Ramjim. So, we program hai. Nafisa and guess what? We are uh, talking about a lot of things that everybody is connected about, right? And thinking about. We talked about flu, flu shot We talk about COVID. 
My yes. God, that is... Huge. I wish there was a day when we don't talk about it. But yeah. unfortunately, Sushmaji, we're still in that world. Yeah. 2019, 2020, 2023 we're not meant to live this long. The resources are not there. Number one, the population of the world is huge. Number two, the resources are getting smaller and shorter. Yes. And then we're living longer. That's true. That's the part nobody anticipated. Yeah. So I don't know if this is a correction, but <laughs> I don't want to say that. Human life is not a correction. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Having said that, you know, we are we are here because of all this. Yes. So diabetes is a is an issue which our community faces a lot. Absolutely. Our community is at a much higher risk of yes. developing diabetes. And I think we forget that diabetes is not just a chronic disease, but it's actually very serious. Hmm. So we've heard these stats before. There's 11 and a half million Canadians that either have diabetes or pre-diabetes. Wow. And there's, they're anticipating it's going to get up to 14 million. Wow. Right? One Canadian is diagnosed every three minutes, Sushmaji. Oh, my God. And there are 1.5 Canadians that have diabetes, but because they haven't been tested, they don't even know that they have it. So many people, when they go for their uh, annual checkup, find out that they are borderline di diabetics. So what is the difference between a okay. borderline diabetic and a diabetic? So what they consider borderline? is something we call pre-diabetes. Oh. So there are lots of, uh, you get lots of warnings. And if we listen to these warnings, I think it'll be a great thing. Because if I'm borderline, if my A1C is between 6.5 and 7, before the cutoff used to be 7, but now they're saying it should be around 6.5. Hmm. So if you fall in the latter part of that range, then you're prone to developing diabetes. Hmm. And you probably have all the risk factors. Who are the people that have risk factors, Sushmaji? I want you to think. It's usually people that have family history. So we know who those people potentially are. That's Anybody right. that comes into my store, yeah. based on how well I know them, I can tell you who is higher risk. Yeah. I consider myself high risk. My grandfather had diabetes. My dad had diabetes, has diabetes. Right. Yeah. My brothers have diabetes. Mm -hmm. So I would be, if I got a number that's borderline, mm. I need to really, really think about what I need, what changes I need to make. So hereditary? Yes. Okay. There's a big component of diabetes that is hereditary. Mm -hmm. And so South Asian people are mm. one. Mm. Asian people, so Chinese people, mm. African mm. descent, right? Mm. So all of us here are from Kenya, Tanzania. That's right. So could it be the countries that are hotter? 
You know, I've never thought of it that way. That way yes. Yeah, I haven't thought of it that way, but it, it seems that the Hispanic population, the South Asian, Asian, African, and Aboriginal mm. population are mm. at extremely high risk. But then also you have to look that, do you have high blood pressure? Because mm. that also gives you another risk factor. Mm. Are you a little overweight? Mm. I know we don't like to think about those things, right? But those are some of the things that, and in fact, even someone's socioeconomic status. Because you have to remember, what is the cheapest food? It's sometimes fast, it's easy, fast food is what people can afford mm, sometimes. Mm, mm. What they need is a healthier diet with mm. more vegetables, with right. more fruits. But our climate is changing in the sense that everything, because of inflation, is so high, mm. it's hard for people to afford good, healthy foods. Right. So those are all risk factors for getting diabetes. Well, you've, you've touched on a couple of things that the South Asian community, people living in hotter climates, uh, feel and get. So I'm just being Dr. Shishma. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> I'm thinking that our food also takes a lot of oil, absolutely, uh, ghee, uh, salt, yes. and spices. Absolutely. So do you... Do you think that has something to do with it? Because <laughs> Hispanic people also have a lot of hot stuff. Yes. Africans have. Some of them have really hot food. Yeah, but I have a feeling it's the fried part. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were evading that. And really, what, what we're putting in our body, yeah. we're forgetting. Right? Most of our food, especially as you mentioned, Diwali was just here. That's right. And there was Diwali parties. And yes. now there's going to be Christmas and New Year's parties. We need to think that on those special occasions, it's okay to indulge. But you we can't indulge every day. You know, madam. Yes. I have a feeling <laughs> that anything that tastes good, you're going to say it's bad for us. You're right. But you know something? I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Samosas. Yes. You know, to eat like a fried samosa, you yeah. two samosas gets you over your limit for fat intake. Really? If they're fried. Okay. Now, I know I serve that, but yeah. I think of it as a treat. Right. So now if I feel like samosas, we air fry them. Oh. Right away, you're cutting your fat, right? It's not like we're asking you to give up everything in your life. Yes. We're asking you to just cut back or look at or, more healthy. Or modify it. Modify it. Right. You got the right word. Modify yes. it. Modify you know, it. Life is all modification, modification, modification. Yes, because we got to stay healthy. We've got these respiratory viruses and actually people that live with diabetes are at higher risk. As of, well. Yes. From, from COVID as well as from influenza. Because in a way, you're sort of considered a little immunocompromised. Mm. I also feel that, you know, the basic line for everybody is your stress level too. Absolutely. You know, and that, that contributes a lot towards it. Isn't stress it? contributes to chronic diseases. It contributes to developing cancer. So we somehow, I know we all have stress in our life, right? Mm. That is given. But how do we cope with that stress? Whether mm. it be me, uh, you know, meditation mm. or going for a walk that just kind of relaxes your body a little bit so you're not always hyper and your heart pounding. I think we need to also have that mitigation strategy for our stress. True. Let, let me come back to the diabetic question, right? Okay. 
Now, why is it that some people uh, during their younger years might crave a lot of sugar and then drop it and then older people, no matter how old they are and no matter whether they like sweets or not, but would always want to have a little bit of meter after <laughs> is, is that is that uh, contributing towards diabetes? Well, sort of. Well, the younger people, I think when they're making those choices, they're making educated choices that maybe I need to cut back. Mm. The older people think, okay, I'm already old. Mm. I might as well enjoy my last few years. <laughs> Could, you know, how long am I going to live? Right. So they just keep eating right. all the wrong things. But the thing is, there is lot of complications that ha- happen with diabetes. Right. The worse you make it, the more damage to your nerves, to everything. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about the scary stuff. Okay. How bad is it? Okay. The scary stuff is diabetes, you know, affects your, your eyesight, I know. You can affect your eyesight, you can get a leg amputation. Yeah. Um so it's very scary the amount of damage it can cause. So the way it does that yeah. is imagine constant levels of sugar yes. in your body and then yes. they get deposited right right so then it causes sort of uh, macular degeneration of your eyesight like you oh. you end up with a lot of issues so you know being a diabetic is we can avoid it and if we can avoid it it would be the best way to lead a healthy life Absolutely, Sushma Ji, because the the risks for amputation, the risks for getting other diseases, the risk of going on renal dialysis, it's the list is huge. You know, dialysis is another thing that uh, I, I have heard a lot about ever since we've started doing these programs. People uh, have to go for dialysis. Now, what is that, the whole issue? How does dialysis affect a person's body and what does it take out of the body so imagine your kidneys are your filter right yes so they filter everything yeah and the more that they have to work you end up affecting their ability to work properly and efficiently and it starts to also deposit into the small vessels ah. right small blood vessel damage can actually end up causing blindness as well as kidney failure and large vessel damage so when it affects your big arteries because you're having so much sugar can yeah. cause heart attacks and strokes but the little little arteries are the ones that contribute to you getting going on renal mm-hmm. dialysis or getting chronic kidney disease and the eye issues that you so dialysis is sort of bypassing the kidney and purifying your blood yes because your kidney now because mm-hmm. they measure your function they mm-hmm. measure something called gfr and kidney function mm-hmm. And when that starts to go down, and that's why it's really important that people know their numbers. People ask the doctor that I've done, not done this test. I haven't seen you, but get the test explained to you. Mm-hmm. You know, either with your doctor or a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. But you need to know. Now, people wanted more information on diabetes. This being the diabetes month, where can they get all that? So they can call us. Yes. Um, you know, so they. I think. Uh, Azil, who's the pharmacy manager at the store, he's a diabetes educator, just like oh, I am. Fantastic. So they, they actually can book appointments to see him and sit down and talk to him. Do you remember the clinics that you guys used to have, the diabetes clinics? Yes. Are you going to start those again? We are. We're yeah. planning to start them in the new year. Right. 
uh, we may start a smaller um, amount of those clinics, like limited amount right. uh, in store. Yes. So one of the tests that we're acquiring that we're going to be offering is something called the A1C test, which is your, your average for three months of your blood sugar. Okay. Usually when you're diabetic or if you're pre-diabetes, a physician will give you that test. You have to go to the lab. Mm. We're going to bring it in so that our regular patients and anybody that the doctor wants tested because, you know, it's very hard to get people back in. Mm. We can produce a test result within mm. five minutes. Okay. And they can go back and, you know, finish their visit with the doctor. This is fantastic. I'm going to talk a little bit more about your uh, Fraser Street store and all the yes. things that you're going to be offering there. Yes, Shall that's we take right. A short break. Yes, absolutely, Sushmaji. Spice Radio or Radio Room Chimsum. We have a Shabka program here. Nafisa Meriliya Jamari Sathe. Of course, first Tuesday <laughs> of the month is always Nafisa's day. Huh, Nafisa? That's right. You are always <laughs> ready to come over and, and talk to Shushma. And she asks you all sorts of silly questions. <laughs> no, I don't think they're silly, Sushmaji. I actually enjoy having this conversation with you. It makes me think a little bit broader. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. I'm glad you think that way. Acha, so let me ask you um, the questions about your store. Now, um, the Fraser Street store, I know that it's right across from Khalsa Credit Union. <laughs> that's which right. Is, which is fantastic. People remember that. Yes. For me, it's right across from DQ. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Dairy Queen, it's right yeah. across from, and Tim Hortons is to the right. Right. So right. Tim Hortons at the end of the, yes. the block. Yeah. And uh, if you go, uh, if you are inside the store, on your left side is Rokasari's. That's right. Yes. So, <laughs> so when we were there doing the live remote, we had so much fun. Um, you had so many giveaways. We know? did, yes. Yeah. And, and get, lots of food too. Yeah, oh my God, the, I haven't even come to the food yet. The food part was my most favorite because <laughs> you got samosas from a place that I love samosas from. <laughs> yes. So McMosas samosas were just out of this world. And people were, there were some people who came in and said, It's <laughs> Barkat. Uh, you were giving them away. So that was very nice. So the I noticed that Fraser Street is a mishmash of many communities. It is. We yeah. have, um, if you notice the area, it has a lot of Asian people. So not only just South Asian, but actually Asian as in Chinese people. So there's a mix there and a lot of Filipinos mm -hmm. in that area. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the restaurants, you can kind of see because it's very That's multicultural. Right. That's right. Um, I find that Fraser Street has a more diverse population. Mm. It's not all seniors, but there's a mix. Families, mm. I guess that's how they live. They're in that area because J.O. is there as well, mm. right? And also Fraser Street has got um, permission to build on top of the um, stores residential. Okay. So that residential population is, they, they don't, they're not high rent. Yes, they're yes, yes. the low-cost ones, yeah. yeah. So the people who have just come to Vancouver, Fraser Street isn't that far away, so they will find a two-bedroom over there, and it won't be $2,000 or $2,500. Yeah, that's it true. It'll be somewhere around 1000 or 1500 and they can afford that a small family can live in it. That's and right. And I think that's your base. 
That's right. And I, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit more different than other stores, but yes. I have like a much more diverse population here for sure. So you have a couple of doctors around you as well. Yeah, we have actually, we have, including doctors and nurse practitioners, seven. Really? And actually two of the nurse practitioners, if anybody is looking, hmm. they actually are accepting new patients because I know there is, everybody needs a doctor. And nurse practitioners are just as kind and compassionate. And they're very, very good and detailed. Well, give me an um, a example of a difference between a doctor and a nurse practitioner. Technically, there isn't a difference. Really? It's, uh, they can do pretty much everything, of course, other than those surgical uh, yeah, procedures, etc. Mm. But they can do everything. They can prescribe mm. uh, prescriptions. They can refill prescriptions. Um, so they, they have the ability to do everything. It's just the mechanism. Nurse practitioners are paid for uh, by the government. Mm. It's not fee-for-service. Mm. So it's not like they see one patient mm. and they get paid for that one patient. Nurse practitioners get paid a certain amount. doesn't matter how many patients they see. Isn't it that uh, in the next little while, uh, pharmacies will be allowed to prescribe as well? That's correct. So yeah. uh, as of October 14th, we now can charge people. So let's say you had come in for a Shingrix. Yeah. I would normally have done it for people that I knew regularly, but we're supposed to charge an administration fee. Okay. Now the government has come out and said, for any vaccine that a pharmacist gives, mm. they will pay us the injection fee. Okay. We don't have to ask the patient to collect oh, the money. Okay. Okay. So like, yes, you'll pay for example, Shingrix. Yeah. You don't have to pay the admin fee for it. So for me right. to inject it, yeah. you don't have to pay. It also saves you the hassle of going back to the doctor. So uh, that's change number one. Okay. Change number two is a very interesting change. Mm. It gives us uh, the right to prescribe for certain minor ailments. It's not okay. ironed out. But let's say if you have a urinary tract infection. Right. And I would go through a few questions with you. I yeah. can write you an antibiotic. Wow. And that's coming by mid of next year. Because okay. in order for this to happen, right. they have to make a lot of changes to the bylaw mm. to allow us to do it. Because right now, we're not allowed. Mm. The bylaw specifically states that if you're a prescriber, which you would become, mm. you cannot own a pharmacy. So there's lots of changes that will happen. But we have, we have seen some positive changes with the injection. Right. Also, you know, there are other changes that they're coming in slowly. Mm. I believe there's a conference today, um, which yeah. we're going to miss, but it'll be interesting to see their plan. Oh, okay. That's interesting because the health minister is trying to... It's trying to revamp somehow everything, revamp yeah. everything, mm. making sure people are getting seen because face it, Sushmaji, nobody can see their doctor on call, on demand. It's become very... Don't start me on that. <laughs> I just had knee surgery and my surgeon is not going to have a look at my knee until maybe two months. Yeah. So when, when the, the bandage is taken off, I take it off myself. Yeah. What if there's a complication? That's just it. That's been my whole um, pet peeve through this journey because we've talked about my cancer and Every time I have to see someone, like not at the cancer agency, but like other auxiliaries, like cardiologists, etc., it's only by phone. Yeah. Then they ask me, what is your blood pressure? Yeah, how do so you know? I have to make sure that I've taken it correctly. Yeah. How do I expect my patients to be able to do that? No. 
So I, I think, you know, those things need to change. Mm. But I think it's a good opportunity as pharmacists for us to step in and fill yes. that little void, right? Yes. No, I think um, I think with the doctors putting their foot down and saying we're not going to open up our offices until we feel like it, um, because I think there's a tussle going between government and the doctors. I'm sure there is, and so, I'd be happy yeah. to know what went on in today's <laughs> conference, but unfortunately, you know, I'll, I'll listen to it in the evening or yes, the so, highlights. Okay, <laughs> and, and then we'll, we'll report it tomorrow as well. So, Nafisa, let's talk a little bit more about the, the store. We talked about, you know, when, when Main Street used to be a Punjabi market and yes. all that, people used to come to... You, I remember, there used to be lineups for yes. the clinics. And I know there's going to be lineups for clinics yes. as well. And in those days, our our parents were the your clients. Yes. Now, in 20 years, I am your client. <laughs> so I am at the same age as my mother was yes. 20 years ago. So people will need to find out. You used to have a diabetes, diabetes clinic. Clinics, cholesterol. Cholesterol clinic. and Osteoporosis. Osteoporosis. So those were very helpful to the community. I, I urge you to start those again. No, Sushmaji, you know, my whole thing in life is you can only tell people what to do if you've educated them. Mm. So unless we can start these clinics and bring their mind to what the numbers mean and, you know, start to think that way where they start to take more care of themselves. Because I think during COVID, everybody just went into the home and that was it. And so I agree, I, we need to restart those. And in some way, we have slowly started to do those things again. I'm so glad. Because didn't you notice that people who were coming for regular checkups were getting more smarter? Yes, yes. And they were aware? They were totally aware. And they got their medications changed when they're not working. Right. But here, they're not seeing anybody. And so I think that's a problem, right? It certainly is. So currently... Um, you are on Fraser Street. Yes, we're located at 5990 Fraser Street. I love that number, 5990 <laughs> Fraser Street. Yes. And then uh, for Surrey people? For Surrey people, as you know, we have the location at 72nd. Hmm. We have the location on Scott Road. Hmm. And then we have the Surrey Memorial location, right? Right. So there's lots of options for people. In Surrey. In Surrey as well. The Surrey one, the one that is near Sabzi Mandi. Yes. Yeah, across from Sabzi Mandi. It's in that small little plaza, which is across from the mosque as well. That's correct, yes. 126th and 77th. 72, yes. Right. So, but the numbers for all of them are the same? No. So, if you live in the Surrey area, hmm. I would tell people to call 604-596-3241. Okay, 604-596-3241. 3241. Okay. Then they will direct you to the store closest to you in Surrey right. Delta. In Vancouver, best to call the Vancouver store at 604 323 323 1268. 1268. Perfect. Now, this new location, we were there on the 15th of uh, October. That's right. And it was a beautiful day. It what was, was it what happened? That was the last weekend, Sushmaji. It was the last weekend. Yes. For the sunshine and everything. It was like we 20 something well. degrees. That's right. And we had to we had to keep getting the air conditioning switched on and all that. Yeah. So um, you you had a draw and uh, we took out four or five draws. Yes. And then there is the big draw of um, 
of the TV, 65-inch Samsung TV. Wow. LED TV. It's a nice TV. And, uh, people can um, still put their names in? Absolutely. I encourage people to just walk in. You don't even have to buy anything. Yes. Come and just see us. Ask for a ballot entry and put your name in. You know, Sushmaji, the odds are way better because when you think about it, there's what, a pot of five or 600 people? Yes. So it's one in 500 chance. <laughs> Not one in 14 million chances. Yeah. Like Laura 649. Exactly. So Now, talking about Laura 649, <laughs> I'm a little uptight about that too. Why? Because they've changed Laura 649. Really? Yeah. So no longer does the $5 million grow, but they've got something stupid like a gold ball that keeps going up oh. but the five million stays five million so now i have to i have to have another strategy <laughs> i'm very upset about that <laughs> you will share right you're winning I maybe will. you will win what's in the gold ball whatever that not, is i have I to figure not, this out i am not that happy about it would you you used to have a uh um, we used to have the lotto machine lotto, yeah would you have it again it was too much work. Was it? It was for the amount of money you make. It yeah. was too much work yeah. uh, because, first of all, like, you know, people get upset if you don't take a credit card or whatever right, on right, Lotto. Right. But we actually make nothing on Lotto. It's just a way of bringing people in. That's right. So, so that wasn't helping. No, that wasn't helping. And then they got really strict that yes. if you are part of that group yeah. of the pharmacy, then you cannot play lotto so if you accidentally bought a scratch ticket right. and it won you cannot right. claim it <laughs> so there were all kinds of weird things that went on okay. a few years back <laughs> that cured you from it yes <laughs> I, I think i'm okay I, I i'd rather do free testing on site <laughs> because really lottery is a free service i'm doing for the government i guess That's right. <laughs> okay Nafisa, you said i have to be smart and answer some of your questions shall we take a short Commercial break and come back. Absolutely, Sushimaji. Okay. So let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Spice Radio or Radio Room Jim Sumriya, Gapshak ka program hai. Nafisa Merali aaj humare saath hai. And guess what? It's time for Nafisa to check. <laughs> Have I been listening to everything she's been telling me or not? Or aap humara saath zurur dijega. Okay, Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe we should have done that lifeline thing that's that right. Amita Bachchan does on that show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Who <laughs> banega? Kuro yes, kari. yeah. Who banega? Uh, yeah, in Nafisa ka naz pharmacy pati. Okay, here we go. Question number one. Okay, question number one. Very simple, Sushma ji. I'm going to go to the bivalent vaccines, Pfizer and Moderna. Are they the same? Um, Pfizer and Moderna are the same, yes. They are? Yes. Well, Pfizer, uh, are they both mRNA? I gave you that. They're both yes. mRNA. Yes. But do they protect you against the same variant? No. Okay, there you go. Yes, no, they don't. So, Unfortunately, we just talked about that. We did. Yes. Okay. So I want people to remember they're yeah. different. Yeah. I want people to make a decision based on their personal choice in which bivalent they want to pick okay. as their booster. So now bivalent... People must understand that when you have COVID, this time, That's right. There's two mRNA messages in that uh, booster. Okay. Okay? All right. So you got that right. So okay. <laughs> All right. So then, 
I know this, we didn't talk about this, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Okay. How much do you think a can of pop has in terms of sugar? How many teaspoons? Um, if I'm not mistaken, 16 teaspoons of sugar. You're pretty close. It's 10 for a can. Yeah. And I thought it was 16 for a bottle of... Uh, so the bottle is yeah. more mils, right? right. It's yes. 500 ml. So That's it'll be right. 16. Yes. Okay. But a can... can has 10. 10. Okay. Which, think about it. 10 yeah. teaspoons of sugar. You just measure that out. That's what you're drinking when you have that small can. Wow. Right? Wow. I just want people to think... And, and that's why I'm bringing this. And mm. I, I know we just went through Diwali. Mm. Uh, and I don't know how many jalebis people had, but how much does a jalebi have of sugar? Oh, yes, I know that. Uh, jalebi is very potent. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of sugar in it. And it's not good for you. It's got six teaspoons of sugar. You got it. Okay. It got, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a little round <laughs> thing, Sushma Ji, and it's not even full. <laughs> okay, so now, you know, there's another thing that is made from the jalebi thing. And, you know, people who come from India and uh, were near a Hanuman temple. Okay. There is a little thing that they donate there. It's called badana. And it's made of oh. the same jalebi um, batter but these are little round balls oh full of sugar <laughs> sugar sugar balls you mean <laughs> they wouldn't be very good either no <laughs> uh, these are i think you know we just have to remember and like i say it's okay once in a while for us to put that in our mouth but yes. we have to remember we can't do it like if you get a mitai box for diwali it just stays in our house and it's my dad that ends up eating most of that box and it is finished but you know what? In our house, I have a sister <laughs> who, who takes a piece of burfi, uh -huh. okay, cuts it in four. I can see her do that. Yeah. And one little piece today and for her and one little piece today for me. And the other little piece tomorrow and they, and for me tomorrow. Well, you know what, Sushmaji? I'm so happy that you have someone in your life that actually cares about you to do that. <laughs> because I think what she's doing is the right thing. All right. Okay. Okay. We go. Now we're going to do some true or false. Okay. So you just tell me true or false. Um, eating healthy means you can eat chocolate. In moderation, yes. So that's correct. Okay. You can. Anything yes. in moderation, we have to remember we can. I did pause a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we're talking about sugar and yes. I kind of confused you. I wanted you to fail, but okay. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> Uh, healthy food choices means you're eating food with no flavor. No, that's not true. Uh, healthy food choices is, again, moderation and eating with not too much salt or too much sugar. You got that one right, too. It's false. Why? We talked about it. Yes. You want to eat your samosa? Yes. Air fry it. Yes. You want to eat something? Modify the recipe. Okay. We're not asking you to, for it to be tasteless food. We're right. not asking you to go on a soup diet for the rest of your life. No. That would be not... A reasonable ask. No. Okay. Does healthy meeting, eating mean eating only fresh fruit and vegetables? No, it doesn't. Okay. So frozen fruits and vegetables offer good nutrition as well. Mm -hmm. Frozen produce in flash frozen at peak of ripeness is actually quite nutritious. So okay. that was false. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have to say false or true. I'm sorry. I was just giving my own. <laughs> I am in that mode right now. <laughs> So, um, so it's, it's, that was false. Okay. okay. So the last question I have for you, 
unsweetened juice has sugar. It does have sugar because because fruit has sugar by by itself. Sugar. <laughs> I didn't correct you, Sushmaji. Yeah, so it's myself. true. Okay. Because remember, the juice yes. contains natural sugar, sugar. on top okay. of added sugar. So when you see a label and it says no added sugar, you will see that often in a supermarket. Right. I need you to turn around and look at the carb content. The wow. carbohydrates will tell you how much sugar per serving. Wow. Because just because a label says no, no sugar added, added no yeah. salt added, does yeah. not mean that it those... does not have it. Yeah. It, it would have it. It would. Because automatically it has it. It has okay. it, yeah. All right. All right, those, I, I didn't do that bad. You no. didn't do that bad. I Four think, you know, half. I guess what we need to remember if there are five tips, yeah. practice mindful eating. Yes. Eat more high fiber foods. Mm. Choose healthier fats. And when you make your plate, have a lot of different types of food. Just don't plonk it with a whole bunch of pasta or potatoes. Try to have a variety. Why did you choose pasta? I had pasta for lunch. <laughs> because unfortunately, when you have children at home, I end up eating pasta too. <laughs> but I have learned now to eat half a salad first and then a little bit of pasta. A little bit of pasta is okay. And then make water a drink of choice. So... I want to ask you this question and I wanted to do this in the beginning of the show, but I'll ask now. Some people do not drink water at all and drink a lot of chai or something like that. Does that catch up with you as you grow older? Absolutely. So if you substitute your water with coffee or cha, that has caffeine in it, which causes you to go to the bathroom a little more. So essentially you're dehydrating yourself if you constantly just drink, if that's all you did. So you need these fluids. Water serves many purposes. Those that are trying to lose weight, mm -hmm. if they had more water, mm -hmm. it helps purify and, you know, flush out, flush out everything. Mm -hmm. Also, water gives you that sense of fullness, mm. right? Like, you know, it doesn't make you feel super hungry. So most people often um, misunderstand thirst mm. for hunger. Ah, so it's really important that, you know, you always hydrate. I think it's really important that we make a habit of drinking, you know, at least, you know, three to four glasses of water. At least. At least. I know they say two liters. Yeah. But I say go with the number of glasses that you can manage. That's right. I mean, and, and don't do too much, too quickly. Yes. Slowly and gradually get to your two liters. Yeah. But start with at least uh, a glass of water every day. Now, um, the... Urinary tract also comes from lack of yes. So if you water. get dehydrated, for instance, then you could you're more prone to UTI, like a urinary tract infection. Mm. So, what do we tell people when they get a urinary tract infection? We ask them to drink lots of water to sort of get rid of the bacteria, right? Like flush out the toxins and the bacteria. Mm. So by drinking water, you're actually making your body healthier, mm. right? And People can even lose a little bit of weight if they start to make it a consistent habit. Mm -hmm. Drinking water would help them with that. It would. It would. Nafisa, wow, what a lovely program today. I, I have learned so much and I passed my test as well. A pretty <laughs> You did. You did. You did well, Sushmaji. <laughs> so I do learn from you. And I thank you for that. 
So, um, if people wanted uh, more information now, and if he's with the doctors being um, unavailable, if there is a simple question, you've always been there for me. I ask you all sorts of questions. Can people also ask you questions if they absolutely? Yeah. So I'm going to be mostly on the Fraser Street store, but I'll give you my private line, which okay. is six zero four six zero four eight six seven eight six seven one thousand one thousand. Very easy. Six zero four eight six seven one thousand. Yes, and if anybody's in doubt, if they call any of the stores, then they'll be able to get that number from them as well if they forget. Okay, and uh, being uh, Diabetes Month, what should we be cognizant of? I I say that for this month we should take a commitment that we get our risks. If we are at risk, there's a simple questionnaire, a can risk tool that people can fill out. That's number one. So you can figure out if you're at high risk or mm. not, right? It's based on your hereditary, yeah, okay. right? So those are, and, and then if you can do a simple blood sugar test, yeah, I think that's a good way to start screening for diabetes. Okay, great. I thank you, as always. Thank you, Sushmaji. We'll see you next month. Absolutely. December. Oh, Sounds, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Ominous. And then we're going to say January. And that's going to be 2023. And yes. Sushma Ji, that COVID thing that you predicted, yes. better be gone. Yeah, better be gone, <laughs> yes. With that, we come to the end of our show. We'll be here tomorrow. Stay tuned for the Drive Home Grind with DJ Flight and Maya right here on Spice Radio and your requests with Nutan on Radio Ramchow.